it's yeah yeah so i think i had too many beer there and then i was just like i got home and i'm like oh now i'm kind of like hung over just some work beers some after work beverages yes radical it was radical this motherfucker's like, hey, yo, yo, let's go late. And now he's late. I think it's his birthday dinner, so it might be. Yeah, is it Jules' B-Day today? No. No. 31st. Just his dinner? Halloween. His dinner oh. and his dessert, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's holding him up. <laughs> uh, yeah, he hasn't even. He's too busy <laughs> doing sex. Are you, you, you eight? <laughs> are you doing sex <laughs> at Julian? Done. Sent. Oh man! All right. Well, I was gonna wait for him to take this, but I don't really care now. Do it. Cheers. He might be a while, but play can take some time. Those look good. What what flavor was it? Their flavors? Wildberry Blaze. Oh, Blaze. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's throw that in there. It's actually just Wildberry, but... Whenever you guys finally <laughs> come up here, you can have some with me. I might die. Yeah, no, I'd die. I haven't no. had an edible ever. Well, I didn't have any until, like, not that long ago. Really? Yeah, like, I just didn't. Now I, just, I like it because you don't get hung over. So, Good like, point. you could, oh, man, that fucking, oh, I just put it in the diaper genie, and it's like, someone took a big shit in the old diaper genie. <laughs> it's disgusting. But yeah, you're not hungover, so if I wanted to get, like, do it during work, or not during, sorry, let me rephrase that. <laughs> if I want to do it during a work night, like, I, I can. It's awesome. If you ever want to get fucked up at work. <laughs> <laughs> Chaps has a... if, I'm at the, if, if today's a bit boring at the office and I want to spice things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Red to red, black to black, white to white. You can never never fail with an electrical with that. <laughs> All right, well, there we go. What's new with you guys? Uh, not a hell of a lot. Yeah. I started video gaming again for nice. like the first time in like 15 years. What are you playing? What game are you playing? Destiny 2. Mm. Which, I, which is old i think i don't know but there's a group of us that are playing so oh, nice that's how i got sucked back in because like four of the boys are like come play they haven't played a video game in fucking forever what sure. what is it like xbox no i have google stadia but they're on xbox but you can cross play which is fucking awesome oh what's so google I, stadia it's like you play you play in your browser like you don't have to have a no. system so you, I can play like on my phone, on my computer, on my TV, everywhere I go. And all I have to have is the Google Stadia controller. Are you going to buy a game station? Nope. They all make fun of me. They're like, just get Xbox. Then we don't have to, like, we have to be on Destiny to chat with each other. But they chat in like Xbox chat. I was like, oh, no, yeah. I'm not spending <laughs> fucking money on a system. Oh, he's done sex. Mmm. Are you done with the sexual activity? Oh, we can't even oh, hear him. There we go. We got him now. So good he can't talk. 
had to towel off, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> there was sweat all over my body. Uh, I'm not even wearing like a shirt underneath this. It was like, just what, what's the closest thing to me I can just throw on? Oh, you know? wow. So this was a sexual uh. activity before this. Good job. <laughs> Congratulations, sir. Mm. For once, it's not me talking about my sex life. It's the big O. What's up, fuckers? I missed you all. Oh, my God. I missed you guys. Wait a minute. Even Kanzi? <laughs> Always miss Kanzi. I, I was listening to the episode. It wasn't as messy as I thought it would be. You know, when you no. guys said it was going to be messy, it wasn't It wasn't that messy. It was yeah. clickbait. It was clickbait, yeah. <laughs> a little clickbait. We mentioned a lot of boobies in it. That's why I was like, oh, this is a little messy because of all the. <laughs> we were talking about, like, do you see boobies in this movie? <laughs> yeah, Cr- Chrissy Mack made an appearance thanks to Chaps yet again. The only one keeping that poor lady's name relevant is that guy. Oh, no. Her Instagram account does a very good job of keeping her relevant. <laughs> 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 Let me tell you, she's more relevant than ever. And it's funny because I've been bailing on podcasts because uh, I've been having some challenges with some of the kids. But after last week, you know, Kanzi basically let the asylum just loose <laughs> in the background. I might just start bringing them in. I might just have them guest feature on future episodes. Press against the window. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so funny because chaps can, chaps can relate to this as, as well as Kanzi. Kanzi had reached a point of frustration <laughs> where he could just like very like with that low like deep voice kind of like all right that's enough and like Dean Dean's reaction was the best he's like it's okay he loves you and Kanzi's like no now they're doing this on purpose and you could just tell the dad anger oh, yeah. in that moment where it's like listen you little fuckers I'm doing some shit right now and you're fucking this up for me get the fuck out of here but he said it a lot nicer than that but he was thinking it that way I think you can see my daughter freeze in the background and immediately beetle out of the room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she just knows that tone. She's like, yeah, okay. Danger, danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> we, we pushed it as far as we can. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, the, s- oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I will say you guys killed it. Hoovy Halloween, most underrated Halloween movie out there. <laughs> that was uh, the funniest comment. Just, D- Dean was killing it. Um <laughs> Great Halloween candy choices. Obviously, Halloween, one of my favorite uh, holidays in the year. Uh, although, I will say, I'm a big Reese's peanut butter cup guy, but the big cups with the Reese's pieces in the middle, that's a, that's a fat man's treat, and I enjoy those quite, quite much. So my gut would make it. Make it. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some man booby action. Man, titties, man, titties. All right. Uh, big O, open it. All right, three, two, one. Welcome back. For another all-star edition of the No Instructions Needed podcast. If you are seeing the trailer, which 
I don't know if this is going to make the trailer. We have all four dudes live and in living color. I missed last week. I was so sad that I didn't get a chance to meet with these boys, chaps, to do some weird gangsign shit with his hands right now. But listen, it was a great episode. I think you guys are absolutely killing it. Uh, Kanzi, great parenting on air. Absolutely loved it. Let's take it up to Kanzi. And let's see, are the kids locked up in chains tonight or are they running loose yet again? I, I was really happy we decided to go later tonight because, yeah, not, they're all in bed. We only had like one meltdown at bedtime because we couldn't have a movie night. But, uh, yeah, they're they're on lockdown tonight. It's good. I think uh, Chloe and I will enjoy a spooky movie after this, and who knows from there. You know? A Hubie oh! Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be Hubie Halloween. No, it's going to be <laughs> Poke and Find, maybe. Something like that. <laughs> but it's so, that movie's so spooky, though. It's going to be the Blonde Bitch Project. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Con's going to play a little game of hide the pickle. (laughs) (laughs) We're not even through intros and we're all. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) Big D, what's up? Uh, Oh, hey, guys. Yeah, I'm doing pretty okay. I'm a bit grumpy today. I I was dealing with a customer and I had my headphones on. So, like, when when i said goodbye to him i didn't actually do anything just thinking he would hang up and i kept working and like backstory here i was being like extreme because like i don't really do sales anymore so like you know i was i was just helping a brother out here and like give him what i thought was like an excellent deal and he said something after he thought i had hung up and it like it put me in a mood and after like contemplating whether or not i call him out on it I tried calling him back to just be like, that's not cool, bro. And he like didn't answer. So like, I think he might've been, I think he might've know, know that I heard him, but like, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. Like I was like, really? Like just because I just deal with him. Cause like my job is not sales, but I just do it because he's a good guy. And now I'm just like, come on, man. <laughs> so I was in a bit of a mood uh, but I'm feeling better now. I'm with you guys. Have a, a little bit of tequila and water in my Ooh. system here. So uh, yeah, we're rocking and rolling. I'm gonna turn it around, chaps. Last but definitely not least, how are you? Oh, definitely not least. I think in about two hours you're gonna text me and be like, "Hey, can you edit that out of the podcast?" No, no, that uh, I kept up. <laughs> I, I kept it pretty. I kept it pretty good today. I, it no. just no names, just pulls notes, you know. Cole's notes. That's right. Cliff notes. Yeah, it was, I had a, it was lots of fun last week. Happy to have all four of us back on here. And uh, yeah, it was a, I'll I'll be honest guys. I'm, I'm stressed to the max right now in all real world stuff. It's been, uh, it's been a tough couple weeks and it's just going to get tougher for me, but uh, I'm happy that we can do this stuff on Friday night so I can release some of that stress and uh yeah so where are we going first i want to know where the nos container is are we uh, drinking nos tonight no i just did an edible <laughs> oh okay that was my next thing it's like if we're not doing nos we're either doing edibles or if clint is doing some smoke of the weed then someone's getting poked later tonight and i wanted to know uh is it too late in our lives oh. to be dressing up for halloween when we are not with our kids uh, oh, see, I see. Chad was shaking his head. No, like Julian, what are you talking about? And then he's like, without kids, ooh, it's a little dicey. So, like, do you, if there was like an 
a Halloween party or for like work, would you get dressed up if there are no kids present? I dressed up today for us. <laughs> I mean, I put, on the, I, I put on the Batman mask and I was like, hey, electrical stuff. <laughs> Where are the how drugs? Many, how many ohms is this? <laughs> no, I don't think it's too late. I mean, listen, there's lots of other uses for the costumes after Halloween, too. So, like, yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. How do you like your eggs in the morning? <laughs> Does she play Catwoman or yes. is she Harley Quinn? Oh, like, I gotta be is, careful. Is it Lois Lane? No. Is it Lois Lane? Oh, no. here we go. Da- you know, Dark Knight, a uh, little DC Snyderverse action there. My wife has a cat has a Catwoman outfit, and it oh, is yeah. it is okay by me that she has that outfit. As well as as in detail as I will go with my personal Selena Kyle as uh, as as I can. Insert whip noise here. Yeah, good time. Good time. <laughs> I do that with Chaps all the time when he says he can't hang out with me. <laughs> I thought you meant wear the Catwoman costume. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Should probably clarify clarify what that means. Big D can be your Jim Gordon, <laughs> the Kamish. So Dean, what are your thoughts? Obviously, no kids that you know of. What are we? What are we dressing up for Halloween? Or are we past that? Uh, no, I've I've been past it for a very long time. I'm I've never been big on Halloween. I don't like dressing up. I think uh, old Dean's good enough for most days, if not every day. So yeah, it's never been my bag. You know, I, I enjoy the candy. I enjoy Adam Sandler Halloween films, and uh, <laughs> and but other than that, yeah, I, I usually. I went as like a cowboy for like five straight years just because it's like you just need a hat and like a flannel shirt. So that's how much creativity I put into my costumes if the occasion ever calls for it. So you're Jeff Winger. I don't know what that means, but sure. If Okay. Jeff Winger <laughs> is the cool guy on community who just basically dresses like an attractive man with least amount of effort and bags the nicest broad. So congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Anzi, what, you, what are your thoughts, man? Uh, I don't know when I'm ever not with my kids. So that I just, that I think alone would be amazing. But I, I would do it. Like, given the opportunity, if I'm going to go to a party, I would do it for sure. I mean, the last time I got to dress up for a party for Halloween, I think, was like just out of high school. A buddy of mine, we both went as a, uh, penises. We we're oh. both dicks. Yeah. It was great. Balls and wieners. Let's go. The heads were a little mushed in. We got them from Spencer's gift, so we were telling people we were jellyfish. But uh, <laughs> and then we were walking from party to party, and the balls got all dirty. So of course, that was a continuing oh. joke all night about our dirty balls. But yeah, I would I would totally get into that again if like maybe some parents all decide to get rid of their kids one Halloween and had a party, and the kids just had to sit at home, treat ourselves once, just drop them off at Old Dean's. I'll be like, sit down and shut up. Here's a here's a movie. Leave me alone. Here's here's some melatonin. <laughs> Best babysitter ever. <laughs> the big D daycare does not sound good though. <laughs> here's a flat soccer ball. I'm gonna take a nap. <laughs> big D blocking my door. Big D daycare might be the only daycare where you drop the parents, the the, the moms off, and the kids go home with dad. <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> oh, Valvitas, let's go. 
So if we were going to do a collective like Halloween costume, the four of us, what do you think would best represent our podcast? It's a tough one. Tough for a foursome, yeah. Foursome, foursome, and then like what, like what encapsulates our aura of four podcasters with the no instructions needed nation. I'm curious. I like the A team. That would kind of work. Oh, that, that'd be pretty good. That would be, that'd be B A like Baracus. Yeah, nobody could oh. go blackface for Mister T. <laughs> no, I would. I would be the white version. I wouldn't Perfect. go blackface. Perfect. Yeah, respect. <laughs> respect. Yeah, I like that. Oh, I, mean, I like that. A team is A team is pretty solid. A team is pretty solid. What What are you thinking, Dean? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, Classic. good one. Classic. <laughs> oh. oh, my guys, do you hear that? We can't all be Michelangelo. <laughs> I do believe that there was someone joining our podcast from Gotham City. The man, the myth, the legend, Batman. Hey, it's Batman here. I think if the no instructions needed, guys, we're going to dress up as anybody. It would have to be. The Ghostbusters. Ooh, that's pretty solid, Batman. That's pretty solid. I, like I think that because we were so awesome and they were so awesome that it just makes sense. I wish Batman like extended would vocabulary. <laughs> I wish Batman would stop hitting the mic every time he tried to throw a promo at us. Batman doesn't know what to do with his hands. This is the first time he's ever been involved in anything like this. Okay. If we were to have the no instructions needed Batman go five rounds with the no instructions needed Santa Claus, who is going to win that fight? Santa Claus has a bit of a drinking problem. So it'll be pretty easy to beat the fuck out of that fat piece of shit. (laughs) Also, (laughs) I heard he likes to fuck the (laughs) reindeer. All right. And uh, I think we just besmirched the great holiday that is known as Christmas. Thanks to Batman. Who may have been uh, taking too many edibles along with the Boy Wonder? That wasn't the only thing I was doing with the Boy Wonder. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Now, this is where we segue to a very serious topic of what happened in the uh, 2010 season in the NHL with the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, Should the Chicago Blackhawks be forced to just sell the team and move to another city at this point? Because... From top to bottom, they really seem just like the biggest piece of shit organization where even the Las Vegas Raiders are like, not even we would do some fucked up shit like that. It's kind of, yeah. It, it like, I can understand like the, the fleeting thought of like uncovering this information while in a cup run and like your first saw be like, no way. But then you'd think after thinking about it for like five seconds that they'd be like, there's no way we can wait on this, right? Like your initial reaction is going to be to save the good thing that you're having. Like It's just human nature to be like, oh, no, well, what can we do to get 
get out of this situation. But then if it, the, like the seriousness and the gravity of the situation, you have to be like, okay, there's a one hockey season and one potential championship is not bigger than this. I, I don't know what was going through their heads. If we're like a collective too, it wasn't just one person, a collective would be like, yeah, let's just sweep this on the rug for now and then deal with it. Like, never it seems like i, I don't know exactly 100 of the full story but it seemed like never and uh, yeah I, I don't know what was going through their heads this is like you know survival is basic human instinct but this is a situation that after thinking about it for five seconds you should have known what the right thing to do was yeah it's i it, i don't think they're going anywhere because they're an original six team and uh it's just the way it's going to be they probably fucking should Cause this is like, this is terrible. And I, I don't know how you have any other reaction than to stomp that out right where it started. And it doesn't matter if you're in the playoffs there. First off, it's a fucking video guy that's involved with it. He's how crucial is he to the team? I mean, I'll run back video all day with you guys. I mean, my input won't be worth shit, but it's video um, distraction to the team, whatever. I mean, you're getting a negative thing out of there anyway. Um, I, I was happy to see Quinville, who's part of this cover-up, resign today. So he's done with the Panthers. I just want to see all these guys get wiped out because it's sad that it's happening at the professional level. That tells you that we already know it's happening even more at the youth level, where it can it can be covered up or not brought to the forefront even easier there. So you see it happening at the biggest stage. Uh, yeah, fuck, fuck the Blackhawks. So I got in a very heated argument slash debate with this over a group on, on WhatsApp that I have with some uh, fantasy hockey stuff. <laughs> so let's just start with the players before we go anywhere. The players all knew that this happened. Okay, so Brent Sopel has come out and said that. So let's fast forward 10 years to now, right? Jonathan Taves come out, comes out and says, oh, I don't wish to exonerate myself, but I didn't know about this until the following training camp. I, I believe it was his quote. Patrick Kane said, I didn't know anything about this until this, this year. That's all lies. That's complete lies. It's bullshit. It's documented that they were, that maybe not, they, maybe they, they didn't say this, but players on that team were, were calling him derogatory, calling Kyle Bleach or Kyle Beach, uh, it's Kyle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kyle beats derogatory terms on the ice uh, against homosexuals. And they were making fun of him. Like, he, like it was his fault that he got in that situation. Um, so those players all need to be held responsible. They won't. And what's, what's the most disheartening part about that for me is like, I get, and this, this is just truth. I get the fringe players not wanting to say anything to management about it because they're like, oh my God, I'm going to get cut. I, I can't get cut. I can't afford it. I mean, I would like thinking myself in that situation, I'd be different. But these superstars that literally have nothing to lose at that point, they have nothing. They walk in front of a camera and they just say, hey, we got some big problems going on here. This happened. What are they going to do to Jonathan Tapes? They so can't do captain. They so can't do captain. Yeah. You, know, you, know, you know what leaders do? They lead. That's what they do. And these players are just, they're awful, awful. And then you go to the management. So you go to the coaches. They all knew Joe Quenville should be in jail. Legitimately should be going to jail for this. He's cut, he covered up a sexual assault. Now you go to the to the general managers, Kevin Shell Dayoff, Stan Bowman. I think Mark Bergevin was on 
was on the team or something like that at this point. Dude, whoever was involved in the team and the upper management at this point should all be banned from hockey for life. And then you go to the owners. I don't care that Brent Sopel came out today too and said, oh, the owners, no way they knew. Now, fuck that. That's your team. You are responsible for that team. You knew something. And unless they can prove it to me 100% that they didn't, you have to hold them responsible. And then the one group of people that nobody's talking about, the media. You're telling me that the Chicago Blackhawks media, who knows about every little detail of these guys' lives, everything, where they eat, where they party, where uh, who their side girlfriends are, they know all this stuff. And they didn't know about this when they're calling this guy awful names on the ice. They wouldn't be like, oh, what's that about? They wouldn't follow up that lead. No, that Bob McKenzie, the ultimate insider for all the NHL, didn't know about this. I think that if you actually start peeling the layers of the onion off here, you're going to find some awful, disgusting things that the whole entire National Hockey League has done. Go to the Players Union. Donald, Donald Fair knew. So you're telling me Donald Fair, the, the president of the Players Union, knew and that, that all these other people didn't? No. No. Something stinks. They're never going to move it out of Chicago. I don't think they should, but they should probably take it from the owners. And there should be a huge investigation league-wide on who knew about this. I mean, what you said is completely correct. Um, the, my biggest disappointment in Jonathan Taves is, one, how long it took for him to come out and say this, right? I mean, this definitely tarnishes the legacy of Jonathan Taves because for up until now, he did everything right. He was the poster boy for what you want your captain to be leading an NHL team and representing your team on the biggest stage for Team Canada. But he misread the room and the situation in the first time he spoke to the media and basically spent his entire press conference defending Stan Bowman. It was very similar to that of Derek Carr, who defended uh, John Gruden once everything came out with Gruden in the emails. And it's just, it's not the right time, regardless of whether or not that's how you truly feel. It is not the moment in which you need to get that off of your chest. At the very least, you talk about how horrific a situation it was. But once you start to try to defend yourself because you know you're going to be criticized, it, it, be, it becomes a huge, huge problem. Obviously, Taves knew, Kane knew. I think the reason Sobel can come out now is he retired five years ago. There's zero backlash yeah. that he's going to face. That doesn't mean he's wrong in order for coming out and saying it. He actually is correct. But no one who's playing in the NHL who's got a max contract was going to do it. And I'm not justifying it. It's just it's it's wrong. But no one was ever going to do that. I think to this point, the owners of the Blackhawks have asked for uh, the trainer's name to be removed from the Stanley Cup. Sorry, X'd from the Stanley Cup because you can't remove it. They're trying to do damage control. I think the NHL has done everything with like allowing Quenville to resign. Perfect. Bowman to resign. Perfect. Bowman being removed from the GM of the U.S. national team for the upcoming Olympics. Perfect. I think one of the biggest missteps that they're doing as far as cleaning house right now is exonerating uh, Shovel Day off right now. He was assistant GM for that season. In the article that, I, that came out on the score, it said he wasn't in a senior position. I don't know any assistant GM that's not part of the GM or senior management meetings. So to say, <laughs> to say he had no part in this 
is absolutely ridiculous. And I'm very interested to see what the PR damage control is going to be over the next couple of days. I don't think he's going to survive. I think eventually pressure is going to succumb to, uh, he's going to succumb to pressure. He's going to resign. It's the right thing to do. Anything other than that at this point is completely selfish. And he's a bigger scumbag in the world. And let's not, let's, let's be very honest. If this guy didn't get convicted of sexually assaulting a 16 year old at Michigan, none of this would have come out. If Kyle Beach had come out and said this himself, it would not have held the same impact if someone didn't report this happening to a minor. There's yeah. there's like 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 there's blood on so many people's hands here. Yeah. Like so many. Like and the, I don't know if you guys watched it. I cried when I watched it. Like I actually broke down and cried. I watched it. The whole interview was half an hour long. It was the most heart-wrenching thing and the bravest, compassionate courageous thing i've ever seen but that guy kyle beach is blaming himself for for the for the sexual assaults on the people that followed him like like how about like he's blaming himself the management team hid this they let this guy parade around the stanley cup and then the victim is blaming himself for the next victims it is insane to me and go back if you go, go back to the players here real quick. Yes, the players right now have no leverage. They don't. But back then they did. It's just it's such a oh man, yeah, it's such a mess. Like I I uh it's a dark dark day for hockey. Uh that uh I don't like I don't know quite honestly how they're ever going to get around this like i just like yeah life goes on there'll be something else that comes up in the news cycle but man oh man the happiest person in the world though is probably john gruden to be honest because the nfl all of a sudden the whole the nfl in general yeah because yeah. all of a sudden the nfl isn't looked at as like oh, this terrible organization it's the nhl and just as the things were going right in the nhl too you're back on espn ratings are through the roof in the states they're tanking in Canada, which is actually what they want, believe it or not. And it's all going awesome. And then this happens. Like people, yeah, they're just monsters. Everyone involved in it is a monster. It's it's awful. I just want to go back to something Chap said about the media. If they actually have a list of the side chicks that needs to be released with Instagram handles immediately. <laughs> Leave it to Kanzi to soften the mood and be able to, you know, break the tension. I was listening, but th- that just hit me. It's like, if they have that, I want that list. Of course they do. They release it. Of course they do. You don't think all these sideline reporters, I won't name any names, that go party with the guys after the games. You don't think they know who the fuck these guys are banging on the side? Of course they do. They all do. We don't need attachments. Just give us the list. Keeping on the subject of hockey, um, the Colin Wilson, I think it was, released an article in the Players Tribune yesterday, and he had one that was like I think a year ago that outlined his OCD and how it kind of ruined his life. But then he kind of backtracked a little bit and said, "I wasn't completely honest with you. I had an addiction," and and he talked about like you know all the drugs that he was doing, all like the uh, ambience, and then he was talking about all the the blowy cane he was doing, and that like it. It's it's not really talked about, but like it's supposedly oh, super yeah. prevalent in hockey that these guys are all doing fu- fucking rails. 
Um, and yeah, so like, yeah, that one was powerful too. Just like how this guy went, like he said he had nights where like he shot himself a little note to him. Like he wrote a note to himself. He didn't know if he'd wake up the next day. Cause he was on like booze, Coke, Ambien, like anything under the sun. So if you have time, give that a read. It, it's powerful stuff that he, you know, and he fully admits that, you know, he had a huge problem and, and, and he said like the support system was there for him when he was in Colorado, but he just never never took it right and he just was kind of he there was a couple times where he kind of bowed out uh, but yeah it's uh it's an interesting read too if you want on the subject of hockey kind of hit home for me not because i do any of those things but just <laughs> <laughs> yeah just kind of a how someone could like seem like they have it all but not on the inside just be um struggling same thing with jimmy hayes it was mentioned because i guess they were buddies and jimmy hayes it was you know his autopsy report came back with a bunch of drugs in the system and that what led to his death so yeah that's it's an interesting read if you want to I mean, give it a go on the same topic pick another league what ben simmons is going through in the nba it falls when it comes to mental health and i know chaps is rolling his eyes here but the reports are starting to come out about how ben simmons team reached out to the philadelphia 76ers prior to the beginning of this season talking about Ben Simmons' mental health in regards to his poor playoff uh, performances, as well as a lot of like the heat that he was taking from the media, from his teammates, and from the fans of Philly, which, if you don't remember, they throw shit at Santa Claus. Like, they're throwing snowballs and fucking batteries at Santa Claus in Philadelphia. If you didn't know this, they're one of the most ruthless fan bases that we have out here. And the argument that I'm going to say here is that when people like Kyle come out and talk about blaming himself for what happened to those after him, because he took, he didn't come out right away and talk about it. That's real victim remorse there. When we don't. And again, whether you believe that he has mental health challenges or he's not mentally healthy, whatever it is, when we begin to pick and choose who we criticize about them coming out and telling us, that they're having these challenges, as we've seen Naomi Osaka come out, as we've seen Kevin Love, DeMar DeRozan. There's a list of NBA players that have gone through it already. When we start to question it, it makes other superstars in the NBA or just regular players afraid to come out and share their story because of the ridicule that they face. So we need to be able to support guys like Kyle. Anytime someone comes out and says, this bad shit happened to me, or I'm going through this, I don't know how to handle it, or... You know, as, as Dean was talking about, you know, players who may be having addictions and even though they have the resources to help themselves, addiction is a scary and fickle thing. So we need to make sure that we are supporting people, not with little caveats, not with, well, we'll support you until we find out that you're not because we didn't do that with Kevin Love. You know, when, when DeMar DeRozan came out and talked about his mental health, when it comes to his poor performances in the NBA playoffs, we didn't question what he said. And then a lot of that is because it came after the fact. He penned something, he openly talked about it, but it was in the past. What we want to encourage is for people and athletes and just people in general, that when they're experiencing it, that if they come out and talk about it, that they'll have the support. And when we're ridiculing and criticizing and not necessarily taking what they're saying at face value, it sort of takes away and continues to add to the stigma that mental health doesn't belong in sports. And athletes must suffer in silence. And I know, chaps, 
may not like the example of Ben Simmons that I'm bringing out, no. but I'm hoping that no. with everything else I'm talking about, about Ben Simmons situation sort of resonates and makes sense. No. Okay. But the players are completely backhanded in that too, because Joel Embiid comes out there a week ago and says, I don't care about that man. I don't care about yeah. that. He's useless. So like, so, so no, I don't think Ben had like, I think that's a weird one to go to because Ben Simmons all of a sudden, like, I don't know. I think we got to But it's not all of a sudden, because... Chaps. That's the thing. Yeah, but 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 freaking Joel Embiid last week, man, said that no one cares about him. The team's moved on from him. We don't like him here. Tobias, that's what he Tobi- said last Tobias week. Tobias Harris didn't say that, though. Tobias Harris okay, came out and said, that's then my you guy. Have caught, then there's two different stories. I don't know. I just think that, that there's some of these that are so well-timed that it's kind of crazy. Like Nanami, Nanami Osaka, like all of a sudden she's like, I just, I don't know. I think you have to support them and you have to, to be there and all that stuff too. But also these athletes have to, you know, you still have to do some of your day job with it. Like I'm not saying like, we're not talking about the sexual assault case. That's completely different. This is just about the mental health case. Kevin loved Mard Rosen came out and they said they have mental health issues. Right. And you know what they did? They talked about it in the media and they talked about it and they still went about their day job the right way. Some of these other athletes, they don't do that. They, they, they sit there, they demand trades, they go into hiding. And like, I just think we have to be a little bit careful because we're setting such a precedent that, that these players can just control the own, their, their narrative. And it might not all be factually based. I don't know. I, it's such, it's a weird thing, but I think we just gotta be careful. I, I think that we have to respect the process but also, you know, you gotta you gotta trust the process. You just hope everyone's. Be- yeah, well, yeah. Well, that's a big problem, though, too. You have to trust it. I don't know. Sometimes it's hard to trust it. But there's there. So here's my thing. I'm I'm with you that sometimes it's hard to trust it. But to this point, we haven't had any situation where someone has cited mental health and it not be mental health. Like we haven't had someone go down that avenue. And then it gets proven that they were just using it as a farce or using it as an excuse. So Because you can't prove it. Once you say it, you can't prove it. That's the thing. I mean, so what Ben Simmons is currently going through right now is going through rigorous testing from both NBA doctors and private doctors being hired by the league and putting him through stress tests to figure out what is going on. And speaking with a few people who work in mental health within my organization, um, these tests are quite straining and it is very hard to fake responses to the questions that are being asked. They're not just asking about, do you feel anxiety? They're doing very comprehensive deep dives that your answers and how you answer it is going to tell a lot about what you're going through and faking it comes out in the wash. At least that's what I have been told from within. I just find the timing very peculiar. Sure. That's all. That's, I got, I don't know. Like, I'm going to come out like the asshole in this. That's perfectly fine. I'm perfectly capable of taking the heat for being the asshole. It's just very, very well timed by Ben Simmons to, to have some of these issues. And it sucks. I don't know what else to say that nicely. I hope he's fine. I hope that all of it is accurate, but like, it's just well timed. Yeah, man. But you got to, you got to realize like a number one overall pick coming in with all this hype, uh, not necessarily delivering. Like there's a lot that is put into him and a lot of hopes and dreams and aspirations that are put into just the one guy. And some people just can't handle that. It's just not everyone's wired that way to be like, 
I can, I want the pressure like a Michael Jordan or Kobe or so like, I want the pressure. Some guys shy away from it because it just, they can't handle it. Their, their wiring's just a bit different, no matter how good you are. Right. That if you shut down under pressure, or if you freeze, or if you even hesitate, like that could be the decider there. And yeah, I just, you kind of have to look at everyone as a one-off in a person because no one's the same. Right. But like some people just can't handle that kind of stuff. Right. When there's, so many you know people that are just waiting for this guy to do what they want him to do and he doesn't and and like one misstep especially like julian said in in a city where the fans are unruly it's just that could wear on somebody and look at the organization i mean the philadelphia 76ers broke markel fultz another first round pick they broke him to the point where he forgot how to shoot and had to go and get moved to another team and now is starting to play much better. Plus, Ben Simmons was also growing up where he was the guy at every single level in which he played. He was the best player on the court. It wasn't until he got to the NBA that all of a sudden he realized he's not necessarily the best guy. He may not even be the best guy on his team. And that begins to wear on you when you are told and you have proven you're the best, you're the best, you're the best. And then all of a sudden, when you're not the best, but you have that mentality, it can be shattering. We have seen that from collegiate players entering any league. You pick them, it has happened. And now Ben Simmons may be fragile, may be crumbling under the pressure. But the organization hasn't really done much to help him out at all. His own coach, moments after them being eliminated from the playoffs, threw him under the bus. Most recently admitted, definitely not the best way to go about talking about one of your star players. So again, if you work for an organization that your teammates, your coaches, the GMs, the fans, everybody is against you, you tell me how going to work and going about your business is going to be an easy thing to do. Granted, you get paid millions of dollars to do it, but that doesn't mean that you suck up the shitty treatment within any organization that could go down. If you work for any municipality, Again, maybe I'm talking from a unionized perspective, and he is a unionized worker. I was going to say they're unionized. Sure, well, but he's a unionized worker. But here's the thing. If you work in that environment, that's a pretty shitty, not safe work environment. And if you go to OSHA or Occupational Health and Safety Act, you can definitely pick out pieces of that that would say that he should not be in that environment anymore. Yeah, like as a people leader in, in my job, it's if someone were to come up to me and say, Hey, I'm having problems with mental health. It was, it wouldn't be a situation where I'd be like, that's cool. Like, I hope you figure it out and get back to work. It's just like, okay, let's stop for a second. What do you need? Kind of thing. Right. And if they say I need not to work for a little while, there's only one answer. Oh, hundred percent. agree with that. I yes. agree with that. Take the, take yeah, the time. Right? And there's, there's programs, there's, you know, short-term disability you'll be taken care of. Right. So, yeah, I just kind of I, I do the, the gravity of the situation from someone making, you know, tens of thousands of dollars a year to or five figures to seven or eight. It's or no, seven. Um, no, eight. Seven. Yeah, eight. Um, seven. What? It's eight. I get why people <laughs> would put under a microscope someone getting paid that much money but like the brain is the brain people are people feelings are feelings it doesn't matter really you know what you do or where you go and and it's just one of those things that you have to take seriously Conzi, 
Uh, I'm still Googling Ben Simmons. But, um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, no, I always have a tough time criticizing athletes because, I mean, I, I only played shitty Canadian university soccer and I used to hate when people would fucking talk about my game or criticize because you you can't do what I do just like I can't do what any of these guys are doing so I have a tough time not being in their shoes and I, I think you guys nailed it on the head though it's like these types of situations it's really falls on the organization to be like what do you need to make this better if you're and like Dean said, he would take care of it. So if they're not taking care of it, like this guy has every right to be off doing whatever he needs to do to be, to be good, to be healthy. And it's like, I don't think just because there's million dollars involved, that changes anything. It's uh, you don't know what pressures he's under. Just like he wouldn't know what kind of pressures we are under on our daily basis. You just have no idea what's going on with people. And just because they're millionaire athletes, doesn't mean there's something not really wrong in their head. I want to clarify something here. This has nothing to do about the money with me. Nothing to do with money or anything like that. It is strictly the timing in which Ben Simmons has decided to come out with all this. Demanding a trade out of Philadelphia. He demanded it. He said, I want out of Philadelphia to get me out of here. And then all of a sudden they say, well, we're not trading you. And he comes to practice acts like a baby at practice. That's what happened. There's no if, ands, or buts about that. And then he gets kicked out of practice. And now all of a sudden, he has mental health issues as far as the pressures. Oh, no, that, just hold on. That is the exact timeline of everything that happened. Now, you can say after he did that and said he has mental health issues, then some of the 76ers players said, oh, we've been trying to get him fixed or uh, trying to get him to go to doctors for a while a long time ago, but then Joel Embiid comes out and says, I hate that guy. He didn't say it like that, but he essentially said, that ain't my guy. I don't care about that, man. There was something like that. So there are some very contradicting stories within that own organization about that player. Nanami Osaka, I have way more respect for what she did because she walked away from it. And she said, no, I have to get this fixed. Whether I agree with her reasoning for it or not, that's beyond the point. She thought that she actually had to, to fix herself and get fixed. And she stopped playing and went away. And I don't know if she's playing yet, to be honest. I have no idea. Um, and she went away. Yeah, she played after. And, she played in know, the Olympics and lost in the first round. Yeah, she, she, yeah, she did. Yeah. Um, all I'm saying, if Ben Simmons, if he, if he decides to say, I'm not playing this year, I need to get my mental health right, uh, then do that. But and I, I just like there's 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 uh, there's a lot with that one specific situation that I if someone in my organization came up to me and said, Clint, I need help or I need to take a break from workers' mental health, one hundred percent I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say take your time, go do what you have to do, and come back to me when you're ready. That, I mean, I've I've done that. I have already done that in my work life. I'm just saying this Ben Simmons example specifically. I just find it very okay odd. but if if he's if i'm if i'm wrong I'm but wrong. if his team came out right if if they approached the 76ers prior to all of this drama and said hey ben is not right ben needs some time you know he is not in the right headspace to enter training camp join the team right now in that situation would it not <laughs> would it not be the responsibility of the organization to provide him or help him get whatever help he needs. 
Yeah, but they ha- he has to be ex- willing to accept it, Julian. You have no idea if the team was trying to get that help from or not. He has to be willing to accept it. You can't just force that on somebody. That's like an alcoholic being like, you got to go to rehab. You know what? You can't just throw someone in rehab. You can't. So he has to be willing to accept the help. And like, the, there's a huge, like that example specifically is a tough one. He has to be willing to accept it. You have no idea if he was willing to accept well, I it. Well, I know, right? I know full well that the organization from the jump through the media mm-hmm. did not talk about anything. They actually oh, yeah. made things worse because if it does come out, if it, I don't know, say it's proven his team has come out and said it and people in the Philadelphia 76ers organization said Ben did approach us in the offseason. If that's the case, you don't air him out to dry saying we don't know what's happening with Ben Simmons. We don't know if he's showing up, that. right? And yep. so again, that yep. all contributes to if you are trying to get him the help, those responses are not indicating that, that that's the case. And so that again, that's my when, whole view. when do we know that happened though? Like there, like there's so much we're we're trusting so much in what you okay. This is my best example. You're putting so much into what the what the players have said as stock. You're just like, I believe that hundred percent. Players also have ulterior motives too. There's there's a whole bunch that goes on behind the scenes. If he actually does have, if if he's having issues, I really hope he gets help because I it'd be awful. I hope he gets help, but uh, like I said, I don't know. It's just a weird, weird time. This is a very serious episode. Yeah, no, I would, I would, I would just say one thing to close close on my end. I, I do think there's a lot of unknown variables here as to a lot of it's like our our kind of discussion is like a he said she said kind of thing like the media yeah. said this and the player said that and there's probably still a lot of unknown variables that only a select few would know about and we probably will never know so it's kind of you kind of have to in in assume maybe what happened or guess or you know just use the facts in front of you but until you have the kind of all the variables and all the numbers and, and facts associated with those variables there's not really much you can do except for speculate unfortunately so and that's just the reality of it so Conzi, tell me something funny to lighten this mood because i think we've exhausted this for now and it is a serious subject but we're we're both serious and funny here okay one thing before Conzi goes we were all damn it <laughs> it's nine figures four year 200 mil contract i was talking about per year doggy Oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was counting them. I was like, "Fuck, one, two, three. <laughs> I just wanted to. Oh, I just wanted to thank you yeah, guys because none of that was in his Wikipedia. So I learned a lot. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh-huh. And we all know Wikipedia yeah. is anybody can write anything word. on there. It's that's where else <laughs> can you get that type of information? Okay, I got a I got a light mood changer here. You guys <laughs> good because I'm gonna if, if we ever get famous, I'm getting canceled first for sure. <laughs> if uh we, you guys were talking about amazing trailers dropping last week. Obviously, Chaps Blues load when the Batman came out. Although we never saw Paul Dano's face, so keep that in mind. That's awesome. One great thing that Matt Reeves is doing. We may actually not see his actual face for quite some time in the movie. Um, we talked about uh the trailer for what was the other trailer you guys talked about? Black Atom? Cool. Yeah, it was black. No, no, it was black. Adam. Flash. Nope. Oh, it was. Uh, yeah, it was Flash. No, it was talk about Flash else. before the Batman. I missed forty percent of the podcast. So <laughs> you were child rearing as John Dean Cena Collard. in in the Peacemaker. 
Okay. No, he's right because we were, we were Fuck, saying something, was something and then else. also I was like, by the way, trailers. Yeah, and then it was I like, I was like, oh, the Batman talking about blowing loads. I unloaded after the yeah, Batman. Yeah. Anyway, another amazing trailer dropped this past week from Disney and Pixar. Buzz, oh, motherfucking Lightyear. Have any of you seen oh, this trailer? Looks yes, looks good. Yes, it looks. I did. So cool. So different from Toy Story, but looks like a real like action kind of movie for Pixar. I'm super excited. I want to know, does Chris Evans do the amazing job as Buzz Lightyear? Yeah, I think he does. I mean, this is it's so hard to have a boner over a kid's cartoon, but I'm going to go ahead and say I got one. (laughs) I love Chris Evans too. I think, I mean, talk about an iconic and it, especially if it's going to be more action based and like a true, like Buzz Lightyear, like his toy adventure, like it should be. I think Chris Evans is a great guy to play him. Like, uh, I, I think it looks awesome. I mean, you guys know I'm a toy story nut anyway. So like there was going to be no way I didn't like this, but, uh, I'm really excited for it. I mean, this might be one of the, one of the like movies of the year that I'm excited for. Disney locked up Chris Evans. Like, and they're like, all right, it was cool that you did Captain America first, but like, here are a million other projects that we want you to do and think that you are going to kill. And I'm so excited for it. Uh, Dean, I want to know your thoughts on Lightyear. I'll probably catch it on Disney Plus when it's, when it's free. <laughs> I'm not going to waste my popcorn time on a child's movie when I don't have children, when there's so many excellent films on the docket for the next couple of years you know i'm gonna be busy i'm a busy guy then you go see moana no i never saw moana in theaters i saw yeah. a spider-man into the spider-verse i was a cartoon i saw in theaters not the same though i got you i was left in the dust stuck by chaps have you that- seen light uh light year the trailer uh yeah it looks good uh it's gonna be fun it's gonna be different uh I think because this is based on Buzz Lightyear. This is based on the guy that that uh, inspired inspired Buzz Lightyear. So like, there's aliens he's fighting against. Sure. Like, there's like aliens in the in the whole. Zerg. That's the, in the what's that? I don't know if he was in the trailer. Zerg in that trailer? No, uh, he gets. I, yeah. I think at the end of it, you get like a little bit of like a when villain. Things, when things going I'm up, I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, that yeah, motherfucker yeah, yeah. right there. Yeah. So I think. I think it like that just means aliens and all that stuff existed, which adds is like a whole nother element to the Toy Story, like with the with the alien, like the the claw, like all that <laughs> sort of stuff. Like it just kind of plays into this whole other cool narrative of Toy Story. I yeah, I'm excited for it. We'll probably try, try to take the kids to it. I think it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be different. It's either I'm gonna love it or I'm gonna hate it though. Like, I, I think it will be one of those dev- divisive movies where it's just like you completely ruined Toy Story. Yeah. Like, I think it's a pretty big risk by them. But if they're doing this, I would like to see a Woody one as well, because I think that would be awesome. There's a snake and, in my uh, boot. Yeah, like, I want to hear that story. How did that Someone happen? Someone poisoned the water hole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Who plays Bo Peep? Oh. Christy Mack? <laughs> did you see that uh, Ryan oh Gosling is playing the real-life Ken from Barbie? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sand down as Jim Taylor. Speaking of sanding down your genitalia, CGI, my brother. Um, we want to thank 
the amazing sponsor for this episode, Manscaped. Um, Chaps was living in the past a little bit last week when he said Lawnmower 2.0. We're actually on the 4.0 Lawnmower right now. We also got the amazing Weed Whacker that takes care of your nose and your ears. Nobody wants hair in there anymore. But the Lawnmower 4.0, amazing product from Manscaped, eliminates the nicks. Got a 4K light on it so you can Manscaped in the dark in you know small, close quarters. I personally love it. I just had my birthday dinner. I made sure that I felt nice and took care of my man junk today. There will be no ball fro on this 33rd birthday. I am clean, shaven, or as Kanzi said, sanded down like the Ken doll from Barbie. Uh, boys, can you talk a little bit about what your experience has been like using the amazing Manscaped product? I used my weed whacker today. Mine? Uh, I, well, I mean, I always use ears, nose, good for the unibrow too, actually, because I can't, you can't. No, oh, you gotta weed whack the it. Unibrow. You gotta weed whack it. Lawnmower is not touching my face. No. So. <laughs> this is an ad for Madscape. You obviously use the Madscape gear, Big D. On my unibrow? Hell no, dog. <laughs> Everything else? Hell yeah. But I got the unibrow too, and I got to you know, it comes back thicker. Anywho, uh, I love the 4.0, personally. Um, and I use it quite often, so far. No nicks, no Conzi horror stories where I'm, where I'm sitting up in spread eagle position, waiting for some things to dry out. So, uh, so far, great success. And uh, I'll, until next time, you know. Everything's been, everything's smooth and easy. Tell the ladies, you'll never get this. You'll never get this. <laughs> Enjoy well, editing well, this, well. this ad, Jess. I will, I just, yeah, I'm probably going to like, leave it. We'll take out all the Ben Simmons stuff so I don't look like a dick. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I stand by my statements. Um, yeah, the Lawnmower 4.0, as I called it, the 2.0 last week is phenomenal. It quite honestly has changed my uh, my grooming habits forever. The way that with the light on there, it gets in those hard to reach places. The light is tight. The light is tight, man. You get the, the weed whack for the nose hair, also ear hair. Got some ear hair now. We're getting older, boys. And yeah, when it's your birthday, you want to look good. So you know what you do? You use the lawnmower 4.0. Be prepared for your partner each and every night. And your unibrows. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up the light on the 4.0 though, because I had to use that camping this like this year. I couldn't find the flashlight, so but I had like my toiletry, a bag right uh, right in the trailer. So I grabbed my 4.0 and just went all the way out to where I needed to go. Mm. Only to only your like, hole. navigating the fucking dark with his resource trimmer. Mm. Hey kids, I got this. Just follow behind me. And they're like, what's all that stuff in the air? <laughs> like, oh, those, are, those are my my pubes. Are we going through bushes? <laughs> those, it's in my mouth. <laughs> that, those are <laughs> residuals. <laughs> Oopsie, forgot to shake it out. My bad. <laughs> this is just terrible. Just this, is what, this is what happens when the four of us get together. Oh, Chaos. Oh my gosh. You see Drake bought a $5.5 million watch. Yikes. That is absurd. I don't own one watch. 
It's so ugly. Oh my god! You guys should type this watch in. Drake five point five million dollar watch. Like that is that is one of the ugliest, biggest. I wish I had five point five million dollars to waste on a watch, though. I mean, that would be also a very nice problem to have. Speaking of like a micro machine in it or something that's like going off jumps. No, it just looks like a like it's clear. It's fucking. You can see the screws for fucking. Unless those are diamonds. (laughs) Chaps, I got a question. Yeah, has anybody ever DM'd you, reached out about? Oh, uh, the amazing Googling that they completed after listening to our episodes about that lovely, lovely lady who is in charge of health for whatever country that was. I got some text messages <laughs> after. Yes, I did. And the first thing someone said to me is, you guys are fucking assholes. <laughs> and I said, no, we're not. The country that put that lady in charge of fucking the nutritionist guide are a bunch of fucking assholes. It was their own fault. They knew that she was Scarfinel fucking oh, pancakes no. and waffles <laughs> every morning. And that's what they put in there. It is not my oh. fault. It is their fault. Amazing. Yeah, I just I had that thought the other day. I was like, it's been a while since we mentioned that lovely, lovely lady. And I wanted to know if there was any uh, any pushback. Did Chloe say anything no, to you, Conte? Uh, no, actually. I mean, I, I think I've mentioned how many times on here that her uh, her gracious opinion of me. So I don't think anything like that really. So she's probably more disappointed in you three than me. Uh, <laughs> really, to be honest. So no, I didn't get a lot of pushback on it. I, we get we just get people DMing me or DMing her about what an idiot I am. So. That's the problem we have there. So good. But uh, classic. It's one of my burner <laughs> accounts. Planting the seed. <laughs> Sup, girl. Sup, girl. Dump them. My father in law texted me and he said, It sounds like you guys have a pretty healthy sex life. Oh. He found the <laughs> costume. Is that the boy? Is that the other Dean? That's the other Dean. Oh, yeah. great guy. Yeah. Great guy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's a little awkward, Dean. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say here. It's not exactly something I want to talk to you about. Shout out to the boy, Dean. I never got to pitch Eddie Lack my latest business idea. So we're going to have to we're gonna have to get him back on <laughs> so we can uh, discuss his uh, investment into shot stopper condoms. Uh yeah, yeah, and we're gonna oh, do different uh, grades of late text based on the goaltender's safe percentage. So this condom is only ninety four percent effective because Eddie Lack only had a nine point four save percentage, or point nine four save. That's right. I don't know those actual numbers. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm just saying. Numbers. I'm just saying stuff. Like I'm just saying right things. There, man. <laughs> and uh, if we can find a below average goaltender, so, maybe somebody want to roll the dice a little more. <laughs> uh, what's his name <laughs> in Buffalo trip. right now? Or no, Phoenix. Yeah, uh, get the Carter Hutton. You got a got a thirty percent chance <laughs> yeah. of knocking her out. His safe percentage is like eighty. <laughs> it's like eight fifty or like eight hundred or something. Like it's not good. It's like ladies, the graph here. Ladies, if you're trying to get pregnant. <laughs> Get the Connor Hutton. <laughs> we all know he's gonna nut in your butt. Perfect. We're gonna be buying five million dollar watches in no time. Oh no, it's 
<laughs> he has a 741 save percentage this Ooh, year. Oh, oh my god. god. Ladies, you're already <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> you open the package and there's so nothing in bad. it. <laughs> just, a, just a positive test. Affirmations. Congratulations. <laughs> List of fucking names for kids. You're Hello. super awesome. Great job. Great great job, great job getting to this point. That's so funny. Oh my god. Uh, that's one of the worst save percentages I've ever yeah, fucking heard. Three games. Three games. Oh my god. He's and his three goals, goals against average is seven point seven six. Oh so we we need that. You know, do you remember do you remember back in the day? Do you remember back in the day when you used to have that like goalie outline you put up in your hockey net that had like the, the shooter, four places shooter. you could score? That is more effective than fucking this goalie. <laughs> shooter, shooter. Oh, so I can't believe that. That is so bad. God, no wonder my fantasy team sucks. <laughs> he was my first round pick. <laughs> That's brutal. I that's but this this shot stoppers condom. I like this. It's a great I like idea. this idea. I should, I should text Andy Lack right now and just see if he's just um, ask yeah, him if we can put him down. To uh, penetrate, if we were to penetrate the European market, would we go Ooh. football keepers? And oh, I, those, I those, pe- those percentages are much lower. There's going to be a lot of people knocked up in Europe. Yeah, because it's like 50, 60 percent. Well, yeah, right? uh, yeah, it'd be yeah, 60 to 70, I bet. Because you don't eat. That's, is buffoon, <laughs> buffoon? Is buffoon? He'd be one of the good ones, I think. He'd be yeah. the best goalie. <laughs> yeah, well, what about the Ooh, Peter that'd be Schmeichel? Good one to get. You wouldn't want like the Allison. <laughs> Just got holes poked all over it. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> <laughs> okay, so everyone on production team, it needs to make Allison's <laughs> poke, 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 poke. <laughs> They're just buying fucking Durexes, just fucking poking. Send it out. Repackage them. <laughs> Quality control is not great in our organization. Oh, man. <laughs> no, no. A lot of placebos. Look at the edit on the podcast. Oh, oh my God. A lot of placebos in this batch, boys. <laughs> oh, man. And then Chapsy would a... would spike him with uh, the blue thingies that he likes. Blue shoes, blue shoes, blue shoes. I also like the wipes. Wipe your dick a little bit number. Last longer. That, Roman.com. That, with that polo, it looks like you're pushing blue chew. Looks like I you're about to knock on some fucking shoe. doors and be like, "Hey, want to spice <laughs> up your sex life? We got blue shoes." <laughs> And the what was a puck stopper condoms? Excuse me, sir. You strike me as a man who doesn't satisfy your wife. Would you have a few minutes to talk? <laughs> you look like you need the Connor Hutton ones. Is that his name is. There's just am I getting just Hutton right? I don't no, know. it's Carter, Carter, Carter Hutton. Hutton. Carter Hutton. Yeah, Carton or Carter? Carter. Carter. Carmen. Carter. Electra. Like Nick Carter from the Bachelor Toys. Oh man, not like his brother. Oh, Eric. Say- <laughs> He's got enough needles in him. <laughs> well, yes. Wow, that's, that's gonna be in the chopping room floor. <laughs> oh, baby, we'll that's see. not I making the podcast. <laughs> it might, it might, it very, very well might. Jeff has creative control. 
Yeah, I definitely do because no one else <laughs> other than Julian a couple of times Jeff, has done Jeff any fucking like, editing. Fuck these guys. Put it in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, that look makes me look bad. Yeah. <laughs> I have definitely edited for the for the for the benefit of everybody on here a lot more once when it comes to certain comments said. So this whole previous comments, I have to re-listen to this one and be like, okay, I should probably take this out. But the Aaron Cotter comment. Probably stays. I'm not too sure. It's in the pond. <laughs> it is decided. What do you think his OnlyFans is like? His OnlyFans? I'm pretty sure he has OnlyFans, yeah. I mean, like, he only has one fan. <laughs> and the only fan. He only has that, that, a this, fan. This, because he, okay, he was, like, the meth addict and stuff, right? Like, he, he's, like, the... Yeah. Right? Am I right about this? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's still a meth yeah. addict. I'm not sure he's recovered. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I think... What's his name again? Aaron, Aaron right? Aaron Carter. A-A-Ron. I, oh, actually, you know what? I don't want to search that under non... Uh, I got to search it under discretionary mode. Go, go co- incognito is. mode. Yeah. Make sure your Bluetooth is connected. <laughs> Aaron Carter only fan. Oh boy. Bree's gonna be like, yeah, what he has it. Fuck? He fucking he has it. I knew he fucking had it. Yeah, we'll ask you questions off the air as to why you do that, but oh, no. See, oh my god. I thought it was just gonna be him smoking meth. <laughs> oh no, no, it's not him just smoking meth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't even know where to go from here. Everyone's so scared to say anything. Kanji and I are going to sink the podcast. Just sitting in a beanbag chair. <laughs> There's too many, too many bags being featured in that picture there. God well, damn. Oh. Hey, if, he, if he's making money on the OnlyFans and more power to him. Oh, good for yeah. him. Good for him. You know, I've, I've dabbled can't. with the idea myself. <laughs> That's their OnlyFans. <laughs> The ladder, the ladder. <laughs> Wait, is it? Yeah, only fan meth be no, the ladder? No, no, no. no, no. no. <laughs> he said only fans second. I guess that's Therefore, the four. Right? Would be yeah, the ladder. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where we didn't have penis talk, we made up with needle talk today, boys. No. <laughs> Mental health needles. Uh, and if we're yeah, talking, a lot going on. if we're talking about chaps as wiener, then both are inter they're interchangeable. Ooh. <laughs> needle Burn. dick, just I, needle dick, <laughs> needle. Dick. Just joking. Love I definitely you. have a small penis. <laughs> Water sucks. It's okay, really, really sucks. my penis is sure. It, my pe- my penis sure ain't long, and it damn sure is skinny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> it might be time to wrap this one up before we go completely off the rails. Congratulations, Bree. All- You're the winner. <laughs> you win this game of life. What is more undesirable? Um, the way Chaps described his penis or the unseasoned chicken that white people eat? <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> so we're going all in. We're going all in tonight. Uh, I had right, some tonight in that gluten free Caesar salad. So. Um, and it was pretty delicious. So I'm gonna go chaps. Yeah, you go chaps. Girl, I'm gonna go chaps. Oh, my penis. Yeah, uh, more undesirable. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, chaps. Mine's kind of short and fat, like a can of sardines. So <laughs> maybe the chicken. Oh God. 
This is why I love you boys. Oh, no. This is why I love you boys. <laughs> what a weird episode this is. <laughs> yeah, we were like super serious for like two thirds of it, and then we really had to like overcorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Finish strong. Finish strong, boys. <laughs> Best part is no one's going to hear the Ben Simmons oh. stuff. <laughs> the key is just to keep mentioning Ben Simmons' name and then people are going to ask you to put it in. <laughs> I looked up the story. I feel very comfortable with what I said, more so after reading the stories, to be honest. Listen, what you, what you said wasn't outrageous. It's okay. No, I don't think so. I think if I would have came out there and said that all oh, mental health doesn't matter, mm-hmm. then that would have been like very bad. Yeah. But I agree with I agree with helping people. I'm not getting into it again. I said what I said. Um, and I do look like some sort of door salesman right Kabuchu. now that would come. Wow, I don't even know what for. My, they look pretty good though. You know, look kind of not bad, not bad. Tonight. He's been doing some uh, some outside work. Oh, and, and Oculus boxing. <laughs> Oculus. I'll lose some weight. Gotta fit into the Batman costume on. Oh my god! I, well, I cannot wait for that video. I'm uh, I'm going to Palm Springs next week, so I got to be looking slim and trim. Shave your balls first, right? Do you have a date? I am going. I'm a groomsman, so like for me to bring anyone would be kind of selfish in my books. I think because I will there be single ladies there. Um, but like. I pretty much have like the first 24 hours are mine and then like the rest of the trip I'm I'm busy, right? So like what would be the point in my books? That is my rationale. And I'm sticking to it. Just like when I was groomsman for chaps. Good times. Good times. Upset of the week, Dean Dean being a groomsman. <laughs> Taking the cut. Dean is gonna be slaying and weighing in Palm Springs. And- and okay so and then chaps chaps matched me up with a a looker of a of a bridesmaid i was like thanks brandon chaps and their name was chloe no, no. i'm joking oh, no uh, no it wasn't chloe but she had no, but she had a boyfriend was. so i was like lame and i'm not talking about chloe i'm talking about the other girl <laughs> chloe was married yeah that time. Um, a boyfriend some some loser named alan <laughs> oh man that was a solid wedding all right let's 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 uh close this out uh let's go uh well you know what let's go to the big d you close out your stuff first well i've said it you want to go last is that why you No, i was hoping i'd go first um i promised that all i need to say today julian misty dog um i actually do not know if i'll be available next friday i'll try my best i'll bring my mic to palm springs but uh, yeah, this one was a bit. Uh, this one was a bit loco today. It was a bit all over the place. But uh, facts or remains, love you boys, and uh, happy to be sending my Friday night with you. I missed you guys, uh, and within just a few minutes of reconnecting with you, it was just like the first time we ever recorded. <laughs> Plus, Alan. So the first time he came and joined us. But uh, no, that's when the podcast started. Yeah. It's uh listen it's been it's been a pleasure Friday night yet again. Uh, I'm interested to hear what some people might say after listening to this episode. Yeah, I know. On, depending on Backlash. what makes it into <laughs> into the episode, but I do say I want to see like an epic fight between Santa Claus and Batman because Batman 
killed it on the microphone today and hopefully uh we get to see a combination of like halloween versus christmas i think they have it in them big ol i think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about all the money you won recently and how he asked me if he should bet on chelsea and then they win seven nothing like the man can't lose right now so i don't know if we're ever going to get another betting corner but if we do people you should follow this guy uh i think no, he doesn't give away his yeah, secrets. He, he shouldn't. No, he, he doesn't. Shouldn't. We should all be millionaires by now. Yeah. I think we should edit this too to just cut it out to where Chaps just says he doesn't care about mental health. Uh, <laughs> and he is a needle dick. Yeah, he is a needle dick. And that's the podcast for you. <laughs> but uh, it was another good voice. Um, and you know what? If your girl doesn't think you can take her all the way to the cup final... Get her, pull out your shot stopper condom. Sure, it's a broder. <laughs> this episode is going to be called Matchstick Man, inspired by Chapstick. Chap. Chapstick. Uh, uh, <laughs> Chapstick. Um. <laughs> All right. I got, okay, I got toys going off in the background right now. I do. Um, okay. It's still going off. This is great. This is just, this show sucks. Uh, so <laughs> uh, thank you. No instructions needed for listening to another quality episode of No Instructions Needed podcast. No instructions needed.ca. Follow us on all our social media links. They are at No Instructions Needed podcast pretty much everywhere other than Twitter. And that's at No Ends Need podcast on Twitter. Again, thank you guys very much for, uh, for downloading. Be a friend, tell a friend. And you all have a great motherfucking week. Holly ho. With, with Dean slouched down there, it looked like he was doing his best Aaron Carter impression. Playing Aaron Carter, I want candy. <laughs> I want meth. Good. <laughs> yeah. We got it open. 2 a.m. working like we possessed that. Scenario is utopia, stay content with that With our best kept secret, go ahead and floor past it We don't need to get fucked up all the time and broadcast it So much overload, they overdid it Overshared about it though, we're now exposed as cynic Oversaturated, now we're all overdosing Shaking my head side to side like a motorboating Now I'm coasting and I'm ventilating Speculating all this posing, faking backstories They disseminated, trying to tell us that they got their city locked down But come the AM, well, they're getting locked out We make our moves on the low, let the rhythm hit them Rock him, Eric B, razor sharp you can listen to that criticism about our hometown But if you ain't from here, you're done, no, don't come around It's a mayday siren, illuminate your sky We shining out the light, silver lining in disguise It's a mayday siren, sounding through the night We resonate forever, yo, whenever we combine It's a mayday siren, illuminate your sky We shining out the light, silver lining in disguise It's a mayday siren, sounding through the night We resonate forever, yo, whenever we combine
This is anti-tourism, expanding my pure vision We stand and we fan flames that came into fruition Using the true wisdom we imbibe from our environment Every idea we inscribe become Leviathan We thrive under pressure from the weight that you place on our shoulders Cliches just make us bolder We break in the mold, embracing the cold From the snow-capped mountains we can trace With our fingertips roll air clean No chem detected, choke on those vapors Constantly subjected to Become familiar with that box that you left us in Even come to love I feel the bond Like it's next to kin We resting in sleeping You wrestling weakened Weak out stress seeking You out left tweaking Speak out know you hate That we fucking got it made But it's too late for our pity Paid the cost for your charade So this our mayday siren Illuminate your sky We shining out the light Silver lining in disguise It's our mayday siren Down to through the night We resonate forever Yo whenever we combine Siren, siren, illuminate the sky We shining out the light, silver lining in disguise It's our mayday siren, down to the night We resonate forever, yo, whenever we combine